Last week, we discussed the value of having a family, how the halacha recognizes a family, and why the Torah considers it a very positive thing to be married. But we did not discuss if there is an actual halacha, an actual mitzvah to become married, and if so, on whom is it incumbent upon when. We will begin with the extreme op- opinion that there is no mitzvah at all to get married. The Rush in Ksubos, Perak Aleph, number Yudbet, discusses the Birchat Chatanim, the bracha that we make at Eresin, and questions whether you require a minyan. Do you require ten people for this bracha? Ravachai Gaon says, in the Shiltos, on Pasha Aschai Sarah, that he says, you do require a minion for Bichat Eresin. Rav Shmuel Anagid said, I don't understand, you don't need a minion, because for Shavabrachas, for the party that you make, and the Shavabrachas you say after a wedding, I could understand perhaps that you require a minion. But, Kiddushin requires only two people. In order to have Kiddushin, all you need are two Edim, presumably the Chatan and the Kala, or a Shaliach, when applicable. But you certainly don't require a minion. So why would it be that you need a, a, a minion for a bracha? The Rosh himself supports the opinion of Rabbi Chaigon. And he said, because... It seems to me that the bracha of Eusin is learned from Boaz, and Boaz assembled the community. In Rus, it tells how Boaz assembled the community when he became betrothed to Rus, Eusin. So somehow you see that you require a minion. The Rush at this point did not explain exactly the logic behind that. Then he goes on to another discussion. Do you make the Birchas HaEwesin before the Eresin or after the Eresin? Our custom, of course, is before the Chatan gives the ring to the Kala, the Rabbi, Masada Kedushin, makes a bracha. The Rush raises a question whether this is indeed the best way to do it. Because on one hand, all Birchot HaMitzvah, all the brachos that we do before we perform a mitzvah, should be made ovela siyatan. Ovela siyatan means prior to doing the mitzvah. Not only prior, but immediately prior. That's why in many mitzvahs we have a whole discussion how to do the mitzvah exactly just before you fulfill the mitzvah. But the principle of making a bracha before you do the mitzvah is certainly true by birchas ha-mitzvah. I should point out that there are three types of brachas. There's birchas ha-mitzvah, the bracha that you make before you perform a mitzvah. There's birchas ha-shevach, bracha that you make on a phenomena to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu on some unusual event. And of course, there's birchas ha-nenin, the bracha that you make before you enjoy, you partake of food from this world. Birchas ha-nenin, similarly to birchas ha-mitzvah, must be made prior to doing the mitzvah prior to eating. Birchas Hanenin 
you have to make the bracha before you eat the food. If you completely ate the food already, there's no reason to make the bracha anymore. The bracha, in the genre, in the literature of the brisker gedolim, they use the phrase, it's a matir. The bracha, allows you to eat the food. Once you ate it without permission, there's not the concept of receiving permission, but the Ebed, retroactively, doesn't exist. You have to make the bracha before. By Birchas HaShevach, the bracha of praise of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that when you see, as I said, a special phenomena, that bracha can be made, certainly, after you see the phenomena. For example, when you see a great Tamit Chacham, there's a bracha, Shechalak Mi HaKadosh Baruch Hu somehow allotted some of his wisdom to those who, who fear him. There are other brachos, uh, obviously, uh, that are called birchas hariya, brachos when you see things, for example, when you see strange animals, when you see uh, lightning, when you hear thunder, uh, all kinds of birchas hashavach. And those brachos are certainly made after. Perhaps one could say that you could make the bracha before, if you knew the phenomena was approaching, but certainly you would have to make the bracha afterwards. So the Rosh asked the question here by Birchas HaMitzvah, should you make the bracha beforehand? When one day he says, yes, you should make the bracha before you do the Eresim like any other mitzvah. On the other hand, there is one unusual circumstance here. Normally when I do a mitzvah, for example, I put on tefillin, so before I put on the tefillin, I make a bracha, just before I put on the tefillin, but I know my own intention is to put on tefillin immediately. I need no permission from anyone. I need no help from anyone. I do it myself, and I make the bracha. In a bracha that involves someone else, a bracha that is contingent upon somebody else's action, it would seem strange that I could make the bracha, because how can I guarantee what the reaction of the other person would be? For example, many people have tried to explain why you don't make a bracha on a mitzvah In general, when you perform a mitzvah for a friend of yours to help him in some way, you don't make a bracha. And many explanations have been given. One of the explanations that was given was that, let's take Shalach Manis, for example. Shalach Manis is the mitzvah of Rabbanan. It's one of the chiyuvim of Purim to give Shalach Manis. Why don't we make a bracha before we give Shalach Manis? So the answer has been suggested because you never know for sure that the person will receive the Shalach Manis. Maybe he'll say, no, I don't want your Shalach Manis, for whatever reason. He, he certainly has the right to turn it down. Since that's true, and of course there's another assumption, that you do not fulfill the mitzvah of Shalach Manis unless he receives it. It's not enough to send it, but the fellow has to receive it. So there, some people explain, you can't make a bracha, because how do you know that he'll receive it? How do you know that he's willing to receive it? So you can't make a bracha when the mitzvah is contingent upon somebody else's situation. So some say, quote, says the Rush, that this bracha should be made after you do it, because you never know if the woman would agree. However, the Rush adds another explanation. It says that in all, in all other mitzvahs, you mention the mitzvah that you're about to do, and therefore it makes sense to make the, to make the bracha immediately before the mitzvah. You make a bracha, and now you put on tefillin. But here this bracha is so strange. We don't make a bracha, shouldn't it have been the normal bracha that you make before the engagement or the halachic engagement, so we don't make that bracha. 
we make a very unusual bracha. He commanded us not to partake in illicit relationships. And even the ladies that are halachically betrothed, halachically erusin, are forbidden to us. Rashi says in Ksubis Avzayim base that that's only Midrabanan. I think most Rishonim think that an Arusa is really allowed to live with her husband. Midrabanan, Vaasa Aranwasa Arusas. So this too, the beginning of the Bracha discusses forbidden relationships. That's very strange. The Rush points out the parallel Bracha by Shechita. When a person makes Shechts an animal, the Bracha before the Shechita is Ala Shechita. You don't make a bracha asher kachan musazav b'tzivanu lesa or eved menachai or something like that. A bracha that you're not allowed to eat. So the rush goes on with more questions. Why do you mention chupa at all here? The time of the Gemara, the erusin and the nesuin were separated by time up to a year. So they used to do the erusin halachic engagement. They used to go with two witnesses, without a major party, without a caterer, without music, flowers, band. They just had a, a formal engagement, halachic engagement. The girl is now an Eshazish. She, of course, isn't married yet. She lives still with her parents. But halachic Eresin took place way before the chuppah. The chuppah could have been three months, four months, up to a year later. So the Russia so why do we, why do we even mention chuppah here? Ayudei chuppah kiddushin. So the rush comes along with his idea, which he says is my opinion, nearly. The bracha of Erusin is not a bracha on doing a mitzvah. Because the real mitzvah is Puri of Arivya. The mitzvah is to have children. The mitzvah is to procreate. So if you would say the bracha now that you make it at the Erusin is a bracha on Puri of Arivya, the rush says that certainly can't be. Because we would make that bracha even if a person married someone with whom he knew that he couldn't have children. For example, an older couple, a man of 75 years old, marries a lady of 72 years old. They would still make this bracha. And obviously there's not going to be children from such a union. The rush further adds, in order to get to have children, you don't necessarily have to be married. If the mitzvah is period of Arivia, there are ways to have children without being married. Without going into the technical halachic aspects of this particular question, the Rosh says, for example, if a, ter- if a person will take a concubine, a pilegesh. Later on in this series, we'll probably discuss the laws of a pilegesh. But the Rosh says, if you would take a pilegesh and have children, then you'd fulfill the mitzvah. So kiddushin is not a necessary prerequisite for period for for period of the Rivia. Uh, as a, a an aside comment, there's one the general statement of the Rush is that Kiddushin is not a mitzvah, but it's a Heksha mitzvah. It's a preparation for the mitzvah. And in general we know that we don't make a preparation for the mitzvah. Now the Rush advanced the argument that the reason we don't make a bracha is because you could have done this mitzvah in a different way. It seems from the Rush that if you couldn't have done in any other way, but by getting married, then you make a bracha on the Hechsha Mitzvah. Even though it's only, pre- the Kedushin itself is only a preparation to do the Mitzvah period of Rivia, nevertheless, it seems according to the Rush, that you would make a bracha. That seems very strange, because by other cases of Hechsha Mitzvah, 
For example, we paskin, a person builds a sukkah, a person writes tefillin, a person writes a mezuzah, whatever you do as heksha mitzvah, you don't make a bracha, even though that's the only way that you can do it in order to get to the mitzvah. That's a side comment where the rush seems to be a little difficult. But the main point of the rush is fairly clear. There's the mitzvah is period for Rivia. There's no mitzvah of Kiddushin. And therefore, he answers all his questions. I can understand very well why you need a minion. The bracha is not made for the mitzvah. If it had indeed been made for the mitzvah, then the argument of Rabbi Shmuel would have been correct. The, the mitzvah is done before too. You make a bracha before too. But since the bracha is not on the mitzvah, but it's a somewhat type, some type of a birchas hashevach. The praise over the special event. The special event is when you gather a crowd, when people are present to witness a new young couple entering into the covenant of halachic engagement. If you don't have a, a community, so the event is lo- losing some of its beauty, and therefore there's no bracha. The reason we make the bracha in such a strange manner is also explained by the by the by the rush. I can't make a bracha the kadeshisha because there is no such mitzvah. To do kiddushin without a bracha seems that it should be a, such a religious experience. Such an event of Kiddushin should have a bracha. But if we do make a bracha, perhaps people would think the girl in question is now halachically engaged. She could continue to have relations with her husband. So therefore, they formulate the bracha in the negative. Don't think that this lady is mutter to you from now on because you're halachically engaged. No. The bracha emphasized that she's aser. And the bracha then mentions chuppah, even though chuppah is not taking place at all, according to the original situation in the Gemara where Eresin and Nesuin were divided by up to a year. But nevertheless, we wanted to say, Ayyadei chuppah v'kidushin, then you're allowed to have relations, that no person should make a mistake. The summary of the rush is very clear to one major point. There's no mitzvah l'kadesh Hashem. The mitzvah is to have children. Mitzvah we'll discuss another time. But the mitzvah, there's no such mitzvah as Kiddushin. The Ramban in Ksubis Tavzayim, Amud also raises the same issues that were raised by the Rush. But he suggests another possibility. He said that the bracha that we make in Kiddushin, really we could have made a bracha Kadesh Isha, but he said the mitzvah would not be completed. Because he said the mitzvah is to do kiddushin and nisuin. The mitzvah to take a wife is through kiddushin and nisuin. Both halachic engagement and the formal marriage ceremony, which we'll again have a shir on later. So the Ramban says the kiddushin is only half a mitzvah. You can't make a brach on a half a mitzvah. So the Ramban says, Chachamim wanted to institute a, 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 a bracha. But we can't do that. Because we can't have a bracha ala Kedushin. Therefore we made a bracha with a strange formula to explain to us the laws of Kedushin. 
but in in, a, in essence, the bracha is on kedushas Yisrael. It's similar to Kiddush, where you make a bracha, shabracha banu mikol ramim, shabracha b'Yisrael, and talks about kedusha Shabbos. So here also we talk about the kedushas Yisrael, mekadesh amol Yisrael, and it really is a bracha sashavach. So in one in one respect, the Ramban agrees with the Rush and says that the bracha that we actually make a kedushin is really a bichas hashevach. However, there's a major difference between the Rush and the Ramban. The Rush thinks it's a bichas hashevach because there is no mitzvah at all. The Ramban says there is a mitzvah, but the mitzvah is only to do the chupa together with the kedushin. So since I'm only doing half of the mitzvah, I can't make a bichas mitzvah. I make a bichas hashevach. But the bottom line is that according to Ramban, there is a mitzvah lekadesh isha. There is such a mitzvah. The mitzvah is lekadesh isha or lehitchaten, both kedushin and nesuin. The Rambam, of course, has his famous opinion in Perek Gimel of Hilchos Ishos Halacha Chav Gimel. The Rambam says, and I quote: "Kol amekadesh isha bein ayadayatzmo bein ayadayshaliach tzarich levarich kodem akedushin." Who Oshlucho? The Achakach Mekadesh, Kederech Shemevarchim Kodem Kol HaMitzvos. That phrase is central to my understanding of the Rambam. The Rambam says anyone who's Mekadesh a woman, whether you do it yourself or through a Shaliach, through an agent, has to make a bracha before the Kedushin, either you or the agent, and only afterwards do you do the Kedushin. Similarly to the way you make a bracha on every mitzvah. It's fairly apparent from this Rambam that he thinks the bracha is a birchas ha-mitzvah. It's a bracha like any other mitzvah that you do, you make the bracha beforehand. And therefore, it has to be over la-siyasam. And not only that, but who makes the bracha according to the Rambam? Anybody who's Mekadesh, a woman, whether he does it himself or sends a Shaliach, that person, who Oshlucho, the person who's doing the Ma'aseh HaMitzvah, the one who's doing the act, has to make the Bracha before you do the Mitzvah. And then the Ramam continues, in Kidesh Velobirech, if a person did the Kedushin and afterwards made the Bracha, Remember, we learned one opinion in the rush that that would indeed be preferable because perhaps the girl won't agree. The Rambam says, if you made the Kiddushin without a bracha, lo You can't make the bracha afterwards. Shezu bracha levatala. That would be a wasted, extraneous bracha. Bracha levatala. Mashinasa kvanasa. Of course, this reminds us of the opinion of the Rambam in general that all mitzvahs have to have to have a bracha before you do them. Of course, there are certain mitzvahs that don't have a bracha, but I mean, the mitzvahs that have a bracha, you have to make the bracha before you do the mitzvah, and the Rambam is of the opinion by all mitzvahs, that if you fulfill the mitzvah without the bracha, you do not make the bracha afterwards. It's famous, as I said before, that the briskers of Salavechik and others have explained the Rambam, by quoting the Rambam in Parag Gimel, in Parag Aleph, of Hilchus Brachas, Halacha Gimel, that the Rambam says, Kishem Shemevarchim al kol, al kol ha-mitzvahs, Kach Mevarchim al 
Kol Hananim. The bracha of Birchas HaMitzvah and Birchas HaNanim are somewhat compared in the Rambam. The same way that Birchas HaNanim, obviously, if I ate before, I made the bracha, and I finished eating, I can't make the bracha afterwards. The bracha of food is a matir. It allows you to eat the food. Similarly, the Rambam says, Kishay, the same way that you make a bracha before you eat food, you make a bracha before you do the mitzvah. It means the bracha before a mitzvah is a matir. It gives you permission to do the mitzvah. Otherwise, Chachamim said you should not do this mitzvah without a bracha. But let's say you did it. I made, I did the mitzvah without a bracha. So what can you do? The bracha is, the mitzvah is fulfilled. The bracha is not there. You can't make the bracha afterwards. This opinion, of course, by, of the Rambam is challenged by the Arzarua. Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Moshe, Mivina, Arzarua, in the laws of Birchas HaMotzi and other places, the Arzarua says, no, you can make a bracha afterwards as well. The Chathila, of course, you should make the bracha over Elasiyasan, but with the Eved, you can make the bracha after you do the mitzvah as well. But the Rambam's opinion is that you must, must make the bracha beforehand. And it seems to be that according to the Rambam, it's a mitzvah. So, so to summarize what we've learned so far, it would seem there are three opinions. There's one opinion of the Rush, there's no mitzvah at all of Kiddushin. Whereas according to the Rush, to the Ramban, there is a mitzvah of Kiddushin, but the mitzvah of Kiddushin has to be combined with Nesuin to make it one complete mitzvah. Whereas according to the Rambam, it seems that Kiddushin itself is a mitzvah. Kiddushin by itself. However, if we would look at the Rambam in the Koteret, in the introduction to Hilchasishus, the Rambam says, in this Sefer, we have a number of mitzvahs, but the first thing he says, very, in the beginning, what, what I call the Koteret, perhaps the preamble, the introduction, where he lists off mitzvahs in all the sections of the Rambam, before he begins the actual halacha, he tells what's going to be here. So he says, mitzvah, lisa isha biksuva v'kidushin. The mitzvah is seems to be a compound mitzvah comprised of three parts. One, nesuin, two, ksuba, and three, kedushin. And the Rambam seems to say the same thing that Sefer mitzvahs. Apparently, in that respect, the Rambam agreed with the Ramban that the mitzvah is a compound mitzvah, both nesuin and kedushin. But the Rambam added a third element, this ksuba as well. That the Ramban certainly disagreed with. He thought the mitzvah daraisa is through Erusin and Nesuin. According to the Rambam, in the Koteret, it seems the mitzvah is Erusin, Ksuba, and Nesuin. The Rambam of Ksuba is problematic because the Rambam indeed passes that Ksuba is Rabbanan. We'll get back to that in a later shir. But in the meantime, if, if the mitzvah is compounded by Kedushin and Nesuin, as the Rambam says in the Koteret, why does the Rambam disagree with the Ramban? And why does the Rambam say we make a bracha kederech shemavachim our mitzvahs? That's a bracha on the mitzvah. So there are obviously a few possibilities in the Rambam. One might be that the Rambam here in, in Paragimel does not follow logically with what he said in the Koteret. In fact, there would be a contradiction in the Rambam. There it would seem it's a compound mitzvah and here he seems to say it's a mitzvah by itself. The other possibility is to say the Rambam disagrees with the Ramban on a different point. He said, even though you don't fulfill, finish the mitzvah now, you don't do the nesuin, perhaps you can make a bracha on Kiddushin by itself, a birchas ha-mitzvah, 
on the part of Kedushin, which is not really completed now. Of course, the big difference between these opinions would be today, Halacha Lemaisa, how do we relate to the bracha that we make, and what do we, what should we do? Because today, as we all know, the Ewesin and the Suman are done at the same time. According to the Rambam, that wouldn't make a difference. I make the Birchas HaMitzvah before the Ewesin. The only advantage today is I have no cash on the Rambam. Why do we make a Birchas HaMitzvah when we don't do the Mitzvah? We do do the Mitzvah. According to the Rash, the Bracha is going to remain a Birchas HaShavach because I don't care if you do the Ewesin and the Suman. There's no Mitzvah in Ewesin or in the Suman or Ewesin and the Suman. According to the Ramban, one might really conjecture that today we could make a bracha because according to the Ramban, the only reason we didn't make such a bracha is because we don't do the Erisin and the Suin together. But today that we do do the Erisin and the Suin, perhaps we really could make the bracha Of course, the ancient custom continues and I don't know if the Ramban himself would advocate changing the old minig of making the bracha the way it is, just because we have changed the situation and we do the Eris and the Suin at the same time. The Rambam, of course, gives then the Nusach bracha. The Ram tells us the exact text of the bracha, and he says, what is the bracha? Asher kitshen mitzosav v'hivdilanu manu arayos. Interestingly enough, we use the word v'tzivanu ala arayos, and the, the Rambam uses the word v'hivdilanu manu arayos. He separates us from arayos. The, the Rambam has, has the bracha in a shorter version. This is found in other Rishonim as well. The bracha Mekadesh Yisrael. The bracha does not mention Ayidei Chupah V'Kidushin. And according to the Rambam, I really don't mention Chupah here because remember, in the time of the Gemara, there was no Chupah. There was only Emerson. The birth who was Mikadash Yisrael. The ramification of this Rambam that it's a Birchas HaMitzvah seems to be that the Chassan himself should make the Bracha. Our custom, of course, is that the Rabbi who performs the wedding makes the Bracha. And we would have to understand, according to the Rambam, why could you do this? Why could you make the bracha if you're not getting married? The general answer would be because there's a concept called arvos. The concept of mutual responsibility means that I can make a bracha for you. The bracha of arvos, the the idea of making a bracha because of arvos exists, for example, in Rosh Hashanah. Let's say I went to shul, heard the shofar, and then I come home and someone, for whatever reason, has not heard shofar. And I want to make the bracha for him. I fulfilled the mitzvah already. Can I make the bracha? So we know the concept of avos means that you're allowed to make the bracha for him because in a sense, you're still mechuyav in this mitzvah. When you are obligated in shofar, it's not just that you're obligated in shofar, you're obligated for Kali Yisrael to hear shofar. So in a sense, you're still chayiv, you can make the bracha. To say that this would apply to Kedushin seems a little far-fetched, because there's no chiyuv on this rabbi to get married today. The, the, the concept of Arvus applies to mitzvahs that apply at this present time. This mitzvah doesn't apply at the time. It's questionable whether Arvus would apply. So how can the 
rabbi make the bracha for the person when he, the rabbi is not involved in the mitzvah, the person doing the mitzvah should make the bracha. What is the real reason that our custom today is that the chatan does not make the bracha? So the Beish Shmuel explains, one of the commentaries in Shulchan Aruch explains that today, especially when we think of weddings in Chutzlaretz, we think of weddings of people who at the present time are not so religious, they would have a great great difficulty in making that bracha. It's a bracha that's made in Hebrew. It's a difficult bracha. So in such a case, we would try to uh, uh, allow someone else to make the bracha, just simply not to embarrass the person who can't make the bracha. If that would be true, then why wouldn't we say that the person who could make a bracha, let him make the bracha, but if the person can't, so then we'll appoint a rav or somebody to make the bracha for him. The Beis Shemuel explains, because that would shame those that can't read the bracha. It would be self-evident at a wedding that if the rabbi makes a bracha, oh, that fellow can't read. But if we would say that everybody, the, in every case the rabbi makes the bracha, then we would say it's no longer a disgrace. You don't know who this person is. Perhaps he's a great scholar. But the custom is the rabbi makes the bracha. So the Beis Shemuel explains our custom that the, that the rabbi makes the bracha. Nevertheless, according to the Ramam, it seems problematic. How could the rabbi make the bracha? In fact, the Nodav Yehuda, one of the greatest poskim of the 18th, 19th century, said in his Chuvas, on Eveno Ezer, Madura Tinyana, the second part of the Chuvas of Eveno Ezer, he quotes, the Nodav Yehuda quotes, that the Rambam said in a Chuva, in a responsa, the Rambam wrote, that if someone makes the bracha besides the Chatan, it's a bracha Batala. Only the Chatan may make the bracha. Nobody else is allowed to make the bracha. And if he indeed does so, it's a bracha l'batala. This was the custom in Teman, that at every wedding the Chatan made the bracha himself. And in many other communities of Eidot HaMizrach and other Sephardi communities, the custom was that the Chatan himself made the bracha. I was present at a wedding in Eretz Yisrael where Rav Kapach was Masader Kiddushin. And he, Rav Kapach, said the bracha. After the chuppah, I asked him, Rav Kapach was the leader of Temanit Jury, a person who was an outstanding scholar, especially in the works of the Ramah. I asked Rav Kapach, being a Temanit, being someone who follows the Ramah and knows everything the Ramah ever wrote, how could he possibly make the bracha at a wedding? He should have allowed the chatan, he should have instructed the chatan to make the bracha. His answer to me in one word was Hitzkalkalno. He said, you're right. Somehow our customs have become distorted. He said to me in Teman, the custom was that the Chatan always made the bracha. In Eretz Yisrael, it became so prevalent that the rabbi did it. So Hitzkalkalno, we follow general practice and we allow the rabbi to do it. When I said to him, it's against the Tshuva Sarambam, it's against the Rambam, he said to me, he said, there is no such response of the Rambam. The Nodav Yehuda quoted it. Nevertheless, Rav Kapach said, he does, we do not have such a tshuva, and therefore we don't have to consider the opinion that's quoted by the Nodav Yehuda to be authoritative in the name of the Rambam, because we don't have that tshuva. But then I asked Rav Kapach, it follows from the Rambam, that you still, the Chatan should make the bracha. Even if we didn't have a tshuva, it would seem logically so, so he said, as long as the Ram didn't say explicitly otherwise, we can allow someone to make the bracha, 
and apparently he felt Arvut would apply. Mutual responsibility would apply, and the rabbi could make the bracha for him. Today at our weddings, it seems to me that we follow the custom of the Ramban and the Rush more than the custom of the Rambam. Today, when we make the bracha, do we look at it as a birchas ha-mitzvah or birchas ha-shabach? Part of the difference would be how close to the bracha should we have the engagement? It would seem to me that according to the Rambam, if we would want to do the bracha prior to the Kedushin, we should tell the Chatan all the instructions before you make the bracha, tell him to hold the ring by the Kala's finger, immediately when the bracha is made, to do the Kedushin. It should be Ovel HaSiyatan. Since in many weddings today, the, the rabbi gives instructions to the Chatan, there's a whole discussion after the bracha, it seems that he feels it's a Birchas HaShavach, it can be made at the event, but not necessarily be Ovel HaSiyatan. That's have to be prior to the, to the engagement. So we see that there are three opinions. If the bracha is a birchas ha-mitzvah, because there is no mitzvah, because it's a mitzvah, one mitzvah of Kedushin, or the bracha is part of the process of Kedushin, which is the mitzvah, or there's no mitzvah at all in having Kedushin. <laughs>